Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, you guys? Hope y'all are doing great. Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. And hey, I wanted to encourage you guys, for those that are listening that enjoy this content, um, but want more of it, want to interact more, man, I want to encourage you, if you haven't yet, go follow us on Instagram at Dirty Devotional. You can also follow us on Facebook, uh, just like Dirty Devotional Podcast on there. Um, and I'm going to start posting things. I would love to interact with you more, love to get to know you more. And so please, please, please follow us um, on one of those uh, social medias so that we can stay in contact with you more than just Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But today we're going to be back in the book of Jonah. And um, the book of Jonah is incredible, and there's so much good stuff in it. And I'm excited to talk about um, a piece of it today. But before we get there, something I want you to know about me is um, I've struggled with weight like my whole life. Um, I, when I was in middle school, I weighed um, around 260 pounds. Uh, I lost a bunch of weight. Got in high school, then I graduated high school. I gained a bunch of weight back. Then got into col- um, then in college, I got frustrated. I lost a bunch of weight again, and then I got married, y'all. And here's the thing about marriage: you know, um, you're in a happy marriage when you get fat. I just feel like it's true. Um, you put on weight. It is what it is, and I gained like a good 40 pounds in the first year of our marriage, uh, which meant I was very happy. And so um, I love my wife very much, apparently, because I ate every bit of those feelings. Uh, One of the things I loved in that season, and I still love today, if I'm honest, is I love eating raw cookie dough. Love raw cookie dough. And I am a little bit embarrassed and a little bit proud to tell you that there once was a time in that first year of marriage where I would buy the bucket of the Toll House raw cookie dough and I would eat it with a spoon like a bowl of cereal. And I would have to buy one of those probably every three or four days. And I loved it. I know it's pretty disgusting, but I know some of you are probably like, that's pretty impressive. Thank you. I was pretty proud of myself as well. But then when I started uh, my health journey, I was like, okay, I need to change this. What can I do? I started going to the gym, working out. I wasn't getting the results I really wanted. And I started looking into like my nutrition, which was the last place I wanted to look because I love food. And what I realized is I was eating um, about 5,000 calories a week in raw cookie dough. And again, impressive, but not really helping me lose weight. And so there came a point where we... Caitlin and I had to sit down and we had to say goodbye to Cookie Dough. For me, it was, there was a funeral, there was hymn sung. Uh, we put the Cookie Dough on a boat and uh, pushed it off into a river and we shot a flaming arrow at it um, in remembrance of it. I'm just kidding, but that is how real it felt to me, just so you know. <clears throat> but so I cut out the Cookie Dough because even though it was something very good, and I enjoyed it, and I liked it being a part of my life. It wasn't taking me to the place I wanted to go. It was hurting me. And in our life, we have things like that a lot. We have people in our lives that we care about, that have been in our lives for a long time, that are hurting us. We have um, jobs or activities that we enjoy or maybe we don't enjoy, and we just keep doing it because we feel like we have to, and it's killing us. 
Um, there's a bunch of these things that we deal with. I'm sure you can already think of three or four of them in your head as I'm talking. But in Jonah, we kind of see this as well. We see uh, Jonah gets on this boat, and he's heading the opposite direction from where God's called him. And when he's on this boat with this group of uh, crewmen, uh, this huge storm comes up, and basically they're all going to die. And they're trying to figure out what's happening, and they cast lots, and it lands on Jonah. And so they go to Jonah, like, Jonah, what the heck have you done? Like, what have you brought upon us? I would be mad if I'm about to drown and someone on the boat is causing me about to drown, uh, they're going to die before they even touch the water by my hands. And they look at Jonah like, what have you done? And basically Jonah's like, look, I ran from God. And basically the only solution to getting rid of the storm between them and Jonah in this conversation is like, is to throw him overboard. Yeah, I know, crazy. Could you imagine uh, being put in that position with a storm and your only solution is, I bet if I throw this guy overboard that the storm's going to stop. Pretty crazy, um, weird to think about. I don't know if I could do it unless it's someone I didn't like, then I could do it. But they ended up doing this. They threw Jonah overboard and the storm stopped immediately. And I, I love that. I love that because it you see the immediacy or the, the hastiness of something that was causing so much disruption in their life. All of a sudden, there's peace because they eliminated something that was a part on their boat and a part of their life for this moment. And I wanted to encourage you, and I was thinking about this for my life, and I want to encourage you to think about it for your life, is sometimes we have activities, we have people, we have um, uh, habits, things in our life that we've had maybe for a season or maybe for years or decades, and they are causing so much stress, drama, craziness, uh, you're constantly off balance and unsettled, you never know what you're going to get, um, so many problems in your life, and yet we keep doing them, we keep them on our boat, and we do this because honestly, it's scary at the thought of eliminating something that has become a definer for us, if it's a habit and it's something you've done for a long time, it's scary to think of what will my life look like without this, it's scary to think if you're at a job or you're giving your time to something so much and you it's a good thing, and yet you realize in this season of life, all it's doing is tearing you apart and causing stress. And people will say, oh, you just need to power through. It gets better. Um, but reality is we, we honestly are like, I'm not sure if this is going to get better. If it's a person, for instance, if you have a friend or a family member, not like immediate family, you can't throw them off the boat, but um, like a distant family member, a sibling, something like that, that every time you connect with, they are just like causing stress and drama and problems in your life. Um, that it's scary that if we disconnect with them, that what's that going to mean for the family? Or uh, what's going to happen to that person? Like you, you, some of you may think, oh, I'm the only one that keeps this person uh, afloat. And if they don't have me, they don't have anyone. Well, for one, that's making you Jesus and you're not Jesus. Uh, you can't save people. Jesus saves people. So you need to let go of that stress. But we need to identify and think about the things in our life that could be pulling us in a negative direction, that are taking us from the places we want to go. And a lot of times we only associate this with bad things, but it's not always bad things. Sometimes it's a good thing in a bad season. And we have to eliminate that thing in that for that time so that we can calm our spirits, so that we can get closer to ourselves, get closer to what really matters, and get closer to God. 
And so today I want to challenge you, what is that for your life? What's the thing that if you look at and you're like, this, this is the common denominator of my stress. This is the common denominator of my frustration. This is the common denominator of my anxiety. Take a long, hard look at it. And why ask yourself, why do you keep justifying this habit? Why do you keep justifying this person? What value is there that they are pouring into you? Because to some extent, you have you need to be the best you can because you can only offer what you have. And this is a step of self-care so that you can be better and be a better friend, a better person, a better spouse, um, a better mother or father. It helps you grow. And so we all have things at any given point in our life that are holding us down, that are hurting us, that are stressing us out. And we have to be active in removing those things so that we can calm our souls, so that we can calm our spirits and we can calm our mind. So today, what is that thing? What's the thing that you need to eliminate? Who's the person that you need to disconnect from? What is the job or the uh, activity that you're a part of that you need to step away from? And I know it's scary. But here's what I know to be true. is If those things are pulling you away from God, then having peace, having a calm mind, having um, time to be able to be with what's important is worth any of the unknowns that you're going to face. It really is. And I believe personally that God, when we do something, a step like that, in hopes of being closer with God, God will honor it no matter what. I really do believe that. And so what is that for you today? And I'm going to pray for you, and I would love for you to share with me um, on Instagram, on Facebook. Let me know what that thing is so that I can be praying for you as well. So let's pray. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for, um, Lord, for us having awareness to be able to know when things are stressing us out, um, things that are hurting us, things that are causing storms in our life. And Lord, as we identify those things, give us the boldness to disconnect from them. Um, Lord, to throw them overboard like these uh, crewmen did to Jonah. Lord, that we would just um, maybe even even if it hurts us or we disconnect because we believe that it will be better in the long run for them and for us. And so, Lord, give us the courage to do that. Lord, honor that. Um, Lord, for those that need to take a big step, Lord, honor their decision. Give them the boldness to carry through with it. Um, Lord, so that they can see the fruit of that decision. But Lord, we thank you for this. We thank you for today. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.